0: Another local ghost story is a story of a ghost called Alice. A mostly harmless spirit that is known to be tied to the objects that were important to her. It is said to be pretty common for a spirit to be tied to certain objects that were important to them when they were living. It can be anything from a comb, to a car, to even some jewelry. It's almost like they leave their imprint on it. That their memories and feelings are attached to said objects. The tale of Alice is one of these kinds of spirits. She has been known to be attached to some of the most important items she has had. Most particularly, her energy seems to be around her car and an old music box. The story of Alice goes as followed. It was one night when a husband and wife had gone to bed when it happened. They had Alice's car out in their driveway. They had just bought it from Alice's child, for Alice had died unsuspectingly from a heart attack only a month prior. So her children put on a sale to get rid of her stuff. That's when the couple decided to buy her car and an old music box that Alice often listened to. The car was old and had gone through a lot. For Alice was a traveler when she was alive, and her car was like her second home. Always going back to back, coast to coast. However, at this point, the car was barely running. In fact, it seemed like the only one who could get the car to work was Alice herself. The couple had worked on it, but could not figure out what was wrong with it in fact it hasn't even started since alice passed away therefore it sat in their driveway untouched so that's why what happened that night was so concerning for this couple it was late and the couple were laying in bed then the wife heard a sound it sounded like footsteps and at first she tried to dismiss it the thought thinking it was some sort of animal just roaming nearby They lived far from anyone, so it was unlikely that it was actually a person. But the clip-clop of shoes continued, and she knew it couldn't be an animal, because it sounded almost like heels or boots on the pavement. So she sat up, and that's when she heard it. A car starting. So she hit her husband, waking him up, saying, I think someone's stealing our car, in a hushed tone. She did not want to let the thief know they were up, so the husband grabbed his shotgun and ran outside the house, worried that there was a thief trying to steal one of their cars, for they had always left the keys inside, thinking that they were safe because they lived so far out. When he got out the door, no one was there. In fact, he found himself standing in the lights of Alice's car, which was currently running. He walked around it and found that no one was inside. He stood there for a second, checking to see if anyone was around, but there was no tracks on the ground. So he stood there in shock. The car that he had been working on for over a month now was running. He thought that even if someone did come by to start it, he doubted there could have been anyone able to get it started, since he himself has worked on it for so long. But, as fast as it started, it shut off once more. Still in shock, he opened the door and sat in the seat and turned the key. It clicked and stuttered, but would not start. He sat there in pure shock. The only person who could ever have gotten it started was Alice herself. He thought, could it be her? He wondered for a second, but quickly shook the thought out of his head. She had passed away. He looked around once more and locked the vehicles and went back inside. He told his wife what had just happened, and she was shocked as well. But at that time, they really couldn't do anything about it. Just, their only option was to wait and see. It seemed like Alice herself was trying to go on another one of her trips, clinging onto the things that she once loved. Of course, this family dismissed the thoughts of Alice's ghost doing these things and eventually forgot all about it. That is, until the second incident. For as mentioned before, Alice had another relic that she tended to hold close to her, which was her music box. It was old and would play her favorite songs, but it had not worked for years. The only way you could get the thing to work was by constantly winding and moving it. It was supposed to go by itself, but it was so old that it had to be manually turned. And despite that, Alice still loved the thing, making it make music whenever she had time, sitting on her chair, spinning the dial. So when she died, no one really wanted this broken machine except the ones of her family that also took the car eventually after the car incident the family forgot about what happened and continued throughout their days with ease that is until this new incident happened the husband was in his office working and the wife was milling around the house working on things that had to be done and that's when they both heard it at first It was only a few notes, a few dings from a simple song, and they didn't quite know what it was. But when it started to go a little faster, picking up speed, and the notes started to form a song, they both stopped what they were doing and got up, approaching where the sound came from. And soon, they found them both standing in front of Alice's music box, listening as the final notes of that song rang out. And then it stopped completely. Once again, they looked at each other. They both knew that neither of them were messing with it beforehand, for the husband was in his office, and the wife was milling around. Neither of them had time to spin this box, so it must have came on by itself. And that's when they noticed something else. There was a date sketched inside the box: April 3rd, Alice's birthday. They looked at each other again and realized what day it was. It was April 3rd. It was Alice's birthday, and she had come to play her favorite song. At this point, the couple were thoroughly shaken, but they also knew that they couldn't really do much about it. They did not want to give up Alice's prized possessions. So eventually, after some talking about what has happened, They both decided that they would keep these items from Alice. None of these things so far have been dangerous, and they had no worry that it would ever reach that point. Therefore they kept those items. And even though they had not caught many more ghostly interactions, they still tended to watch out for Alice. But they also welcomed her presence with a warmth. End of story. It seemed as if Alice's soul was tied to those objects that she had spent so much of her time with. And like most stories similar to this, it has always been objects that they had held very dearly to them. It also seemed like the more complicated or dense objects were, the more energy they tend to hold. As described in Ghost Hunting Theories, Quote, metals, stones, jewelry are easier to read, but things like paper, cloth, and wood are tough to read, although they are not impossible. Therefore, it seems like some objects tend to record or hold energy better than the others, which makes sense when you think of the items that are most often associated as being related to dead ones, which are usually lockets, and some sorts of jewelry or even bigger things like specific pots and pans or even cars. These items can held very close to a person because these are items the dead were more interacted with. It is also mentioned previously that the things that make sound tend to be easier for ghosts to manipulate, as we often associate TVs and radio noises with spirits even though that music box is a lot different than messing around with frequencies for the music boxes tend to be less technical in that way it is still something that can be easily manipulated and make noise with easier than throwing a book across the room or pushing something off the table for all it takes for these things to make noise is a simple spin and it will easily create a big sound Which could also be why instruments like pianos are also commonly associated with ghosts and other creatures, for they are easily movable objects that will emit a large amount of sound. Therefore, how these ghosts are attached to these objects will never quite be known, or even if it's actually lost ones or just snippets of their memories attached to these objects. All we do know is that these spirits tend to be a lot more harmless than other types of spirits, for they are not attached to vengeful or fearful emotions, they are simply simple memories that originate from familiarity. Therefore, even if these instances do seem threatening at the time, they seem to be very harmless.